Would you open your Bibles tonight for a few minutes to Proverbs chapter 6 and want to encourage you in the Word and we're going to pray about some other things as well tonight. We want to just continue our focus on the strategy of Satan and if you're interested in the book, I believe we're all out of the books. Pastor Dan, I'm not sure if we have any more books. Somebody was looking for one. But if you would see, you know, Pastor Dan or, or Pastor Ken or myself will give us your, um, let us know and we'll get you a book. We'll order you a book. And I think we've, um, well, over 100, 130 maybe. And so um, it's a great little book. And I, uh, <clears throat> it's a great little book. And I hope you've really been encouraged. We're going to uh, wrap up this focus the next couple of Wednesdays here in the month of September. And I want to just encourage us. Um, I want us to look at um, six things the Lord hates. And. You know, we're, part of the strategy of Satan is to bring division. And we see to bring division in, in marriages, bring division in homes, families. He knows that the church is made up of, of, of not just single folks, and, but, but marriages and families. And... He wants, to, he wants to bring division to the, the church, the body of Christ as well. And, and it's part of his, his strategy. You know, he comes, as we've been looking at, as a, as a, as a thief. Um, he comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. And he wants to destroy the good name of our Savior. He wants to destroy the strong tower, the strong name of our Lord. And so he's, he's, he, he's, he's attacking the church. He's attacking Christians. And he's after our children. He's after our, our teenagers. He's after our young adults, our middle school. There's a book I read a couple years ago that really um, upset me. The title of the book is Already Gone. And it's, 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 it's about middle school students that have, that have been raised in the church. They're already gone. They've already departed from the faith in their heart. They come to church because that's what mom and dad does. And, but in their hearts, they're, they're already gone. And boy, that's alarming, isn't it? The strategy of Satan as I've been sharing in this series, we don't need to fear him, but we need to take him serious. And I, and I feel for so long the church hasn't taken the enemy serious. We have a real enemy. He's real. He doesn't slumber. He, he's, he's active 24-7. He's roaming around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He wants to get a foothold in your life. He, he wants to get a stronghold in your life. We sang about... That's, that word stronghold was in one of our songs. I'm going to talk more in depth about strongholds next week because we really want to understand what this really means. But as I've been praying and, and 
in, in continuing just to study for this series. And um, again, if you don't have this book, I encourage you to get it. It's 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 not a it's a it's a quick read, but boy, I tell you, I don't think there's a better book that really lays out the strategies of Satan like this book does. Um, he does a phenomenal job just uh, in, in bringing the Word of God. Uh, right before us and helping us to understand just how it is that Satan works. And um, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And we know that the ruler of this world system, when you hear that passage quoted, it's talking about the devil. He's the ruler of this world system. We looked at the, that scriptural truth in and, and this series. But something that the Lord's really been ministering to me is... Things that we need to really be aware of and, um, and how we can give place to Satan. We looked at that verse last week, and, and I want to continue that. I'm going to continue it next week, but there's something else that I wanted to get to first, and I'm going to get to that tonight, and that's from Proverbs chapter 6. And I tell you, it just really is cutting. It just really is convicting. And, you know, how does, he get a, how does he get this stronghold? How does he get this foothold? This place of, of really control? How does he take various parts captive? Um, and we have a real enemy. And I think there's some things here that I want to just throw you away tonight but there's six things starting at verse 16 of Proverbs chapter 6 these six things the Lord hates yes seven are an abomination to him a proud look a lying tongue hands that shed innocent blood a heart that devises wicked plans feet that are swift and running to evil a false witness who speaks lies and one who sows discord among the brethren I have a question on the outline if you received one tonight. How we can fall right into Satan's strategy. And I encourage you to read through chapters 3 and 4 of James later. I'm going to reference some passages from both of those chapters just for a moment tonight. I want to, James 4, 7 says, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Pastor Ken, uh, I know a couple weeks ago, expounded on that verse. In James chapter 3, verse 10, he, he writes, Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be. Now, James is writing to believers. He's writing to the church that's scattered throughout Asia Minor. And so the church, at this point, it, it's scattered. And he, he's, writing, he's writing this letter, and he says, Out of the same mouth um, proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be. And then in verses 14 through 16 of James chapter 3, he goes on to write, but if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above God, but is earthly and sensual and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. Wow. James is saying the source of these thoughts, cursing, bitter envy, self-seeking, confusion, is the devil. It's all of 
the devil. Wow. One of his schemes will be to say false things about people and ruin their reputation. And he wants to, he wants to influence false things said about the people of God. We don't want to give him place. We want to live in such a way that when that does happen, there's no credibility to those false accusations. None whatsoever. Living above what? Approach. The Bible talks about this. And so he stirs up false witnesses and juicy gossip in order to discredit a servant of God to cause division within relationships in the church and marriages and families and friendships. And I look here at Proverbs chapter 6 and these six things that the Lord hates, seven, and an abomination to him. And I really believe that Really, one of the big reasons why God hates these things is because the source behind them is the devil. It's the devil at work. You know, we like to hear about God being at work, and I do too. But the truth of the matter is, the devil's at work. We don't want to give him place in our lives. We don't want to give him a place in this body of believers, amen? And I truly believe this is one of the big reasons, if not the reason why God hates these these things because the source, because of the source behind them, uh, the devil, God's not behind these things. James, writing to the churches scattered abroad, he's writing and addressing these very things. So we know that these things can exist in the church. Remember, the church is not this building. This is the church right here. You're the church. The church is not made with brick and mortar. The church has flesh and bones, body, soul, and mind. But we see a proud look. This is one of the the things that that God hates in Proverbs 6. A a proud look. James writes, God resists the proud in verse 4, in chapter 4, verse 6. I touched on this on Sunday. Why does God, that word resist is such a strong word in, in its original language? It's a strong word. Very strong word. It's a battle word. It's a fighting word. When you choose pride, you know, over humility, you're picking a fight with God. That's not a fight you want to pick. You're going to lose that fight every single time. How many has ever picked a fight with God? Because you've chosen pride over humility. Not a fight we want to pick. But a proud look. Pride opens the door for Satan to work. A lying tongue. James writes in, in chapter 3, verse 10, out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. Hands that shed innocent blood. James writes, you murder in, in chapter 4, verse 2. A heart that devises wicked plans. 
James writes, adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God and whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an an enemy of God? Feet that are swift and, and running to evil. James writes, you ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Your pleasures. A false witness who speaks lies. James writes in in chapter 4, verse 11. Do not speak evil of one another, brethren. One who sows discord among brethren. James writes, where do wars and fights come from among you? James writes in chapter 4, verse 1. These seven, these six things God hates. Seven is an abomination to him. And, and, and James was touching on these things as he's writing his epistle to the church that was scattered, scattered abroad throughout Asia Minor at the time. And we have, we have these scriptures today in the word of God because God knows everything and he knows that we would need to hear those same truths We need to be confronted with those things that that God hates. And I want to pray tonight. You know, negativity is so destructive. Negativity is so destructive. How many, you just, you're around negativity, negative talk. And I'm talking about believers. It's destructive. We've got to be careful that we don't speak negative about our spouses. When we speak negative about our spouses and we, we speak negative words, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Tongue is a very powerful thing. And so when we begin to speak negativity, the enemy takes advantage of those lies, that negativity. Well, maybe some of the stuff is true. But you don't share it to put someone down, to beat them down, but to help them, to help lift them up. Amen? But negativity, speaking negative about, about your, your spouse. Oh, don't ever do that with someone else. You know, affairs have started that way. Where someone just begins to speak to the opposite sex about the things they don't like about their spouse. What do you think? Christians, by the way. And so what ends up happening? They end up having an affair. You think that's something that God orchestrated? That that's God at work? No. It's the, it's the devourer at work. The one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Is this heavy on a Wednesday night? I know you guys are tired after a long day of work and school and housekeeping and cooking and doing laundry and 
Sin happens seven days a week. Satan doesn't rest. This is true. And um, <clears throat> you know the subtleties of Satan. I, I, I know it's, but negativity. And, and just even, you know, even within the body of Christ and, and, and speaking negative of other brothers and sisters and, and other churches that love Jesus. love Jesus they might not worship like us but they're our brothers they're our sisters amen we give place to the devil we do and I don't think anyone here wants to give place to the devil I surely don't want to give place to the devil And I surely don't want to pick a fight with God. But one who sows discord among the brethren, and I think this really goes, this really flies into the face of our our Savior because in John chapter 17, we see this beautiful prayer. The whole chapter is Jesus. Um, His life here on earth is coming to an end real close and and he's praying to his Father in heaven and, 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 and towards the very end of his prayer, he prays. For all future believers. That they would be one as you and I are one. He praised his prayer. That they would be one as you and I are one. Why? So the world will believe that you sent me. So he's praying for all believers. He's praying for for all believers to, to be one. All Christ followers to be one. So the world will believe that you sent me. Amen. Out of the mouth of babes. One who sows discord among brethren. It's, it's, God hates it. God hates it because it hurts the witness of Christ and the world. We don't want to give place to the devil. And if we find that we're giving place to the devil, we gotta, we got to just repent and, and, and not give him place. And um, I don't know, I just had this in my heart to share tonight. And it's, it's practical. But there's a lot here that I can really expound on. I want to be sensitive to time because there's several things we want to, we want to take to the Lord in prayer. And um, and so, these are some practical ways that we can fall right into Satan's strategy. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many different ways that we can, we can, when I think about being prideful, a proud look. You know, a proud look really begins here. This is where that look begins. And, and it's, we, we, we criticize because of pride. When, when we speak negative things because of pride. It, really, pride is really a, it's the root of, of, of sin, isn't it? <laughs> 
Why is there idolatry and, and, and self-worship? Because of pride. And all these things give, give, give space to the devil to, to work, to deceive, to lie, to steal, to, to, to kill, to destroy, to divide. But the, the body of Christ, we're, we're better than all of that. Amen? We're grace-filled and gracious. Amen? We're mercy givers because we appreciate that his mercies are new every morning. Amen? And so we're mercy givers. We're gracious because we're grace-filled. Isn't that beautiful, church? And so, you know, I encourage you tonight Don't give Satan an opportunity to work in your life as a single adult. Don't give him an opportunity to work in your marriage. Don't give him an opportunity to work in your family. Don't give him an opportunity to work in the, in the body of Christ. Amen. Don't, don't participate. Don't be a part of that. And um, It doesn't mean that we... We, we close our eyes to, to things that need to be confronted and, 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 and talked about. But we do it grace-filled, right? Jesus came full of grace and truth. You know, he didn't bang, bang, bang. No, he came full of grace and truth. He spoke truth, but he spoke it in a way where it, it built people up and it drew people to the Father. Amen? And um, that God would give us that wisdom, and and He will. That's why the Holy Spirit is so critical, and and so we got. I think what, we have two more Wednesdays, and so the last Wednesday I want to I want to spend a little time just looking at the scriptures about how important the Holy Spirit is, and, and discerning the strategies of Satan, and um, and there's some gifts that I I truly believe. Um, are available to us and and so when you came in tonight so let's pray um, you know and I want to pray tonight because maybe you know some some marriages right now that are that are that are broken Christian marriages that are broken maybe you know some Christian homes that are broken um, maybe there's some some people you know there's there's broken relationships amongst believers. Let's take a moment tonight. Can we go before the Lord in prayer? Stand in the gap on behalf of those broken marriages, those broken families, those broken relationships within the body of Christ. Just really was sensing that earlier today um, in preparation for tonight. And I apologize for being so heavy on a Wednesday night. And... Um, I trust and pray that it edifies and builds up and strengthens all of you. Amen.